This week on the IBC Podcast, we have our student speaker, Sister Angelina Soto. If y'all could open up your Bibles to Ephesians chapter 2, verses 1 through 6, um, I'd like to thank the IBC staff for their vision and their dedication that they have given to us in this place and their investment in our lives that I know I will do my best to give to others. I'd also like to thank Zach for asking me to come up here right now. Um, I got a little scared yesterday because Brother Mooney was touching these sermons like all through um, these verses all throughout his sermon. So I got a little nervous, but I'll take it as confirmation. So our text reads verse um, Ephesians chapter two, verses one through six. And you hath he quickened, who were dead in trespasses and sins, wherein in times past ye walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience, among whom also we all had our conversation in times past in the lust of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind, and were by nature the children of wrath, even as others. But God, who is rich in mercy for his great love, wherein he loved us, even when we were dead in sins, hath quickened us together with Christ, by grace are ye saved, and hath raised us up together, and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. So with the help of the Lord, I just want to preach a really simple thought to you guys today, seated in heavenly places. I want to take you guys back to 2010, okay? Can you remember 2010? Most of us were between the ages of 13 and 16. It was a pretty awkward stage, at least looking back in my pictures, I wonder what my mom let me out of the house <laughs> with that. Um, it was simpler days, days where the laundry soap brand free and quarters were used for gumball machines instead of laundry. It was great times. And one of these great times, <laughs> <laughs> one of these great times, I was going down to a convention with my youth group. It was one of those long four-hour drives where you're in a van, and it's hot, and it's smelly, and it's stinky, and there's 15 of us, and we're getting on each other's last nerves, and you got, you got the caddy girls over here doing such and such, and the guys start fighting and pushing each other, and there's no room to do that. But my youth pastor, being as kind and gentle as he is, trying to keep the peace, was representing and had the IBC Come Home CD playing. And of course, my girls and I were singing to the top of our lungs in this little van. And this song came on, to be seated in heavenly places, just like heaven, like heaven on earth, to be walking in his favor and graces, just like heaven. And then we just went off and did our thing. And we stopped and we were like, guys, what does this song actually mean? I have no idea what this song even means. And we didn't have much knowledge back then. We were rather simple-minded. And we actually came to the false conclusion that this song was borderline secular. Um, but <laughs> by the time we had gotten to the conclusion, the next IBC song came on and we got distracted in the harmonies and the melodies and we didn't question it further. Actually, I didn't question it till another six years later in Brother Kilman's class when he brought up the topic of heavenly places um, in Pentateuch and he made us write a paper about it. And that's where this sermon is born from. You see in the chapter before the one we had read, Paul tells us of Christ who was raised from the dead and set us on his right hand in heavenly places and sat on the right hand in heavenly places. 
Um, the scripture says, which he wrought in Christ when he raised him from the dead and set him at his own right hand in heavenly places, far above all principality and power and might and dominion and every name that is named, not only in this world, but also in that which is to come, and hath put all things under his feet and gave him to be the head over all things in this church. See, God conquered death hell and the grave. God in that moment when he raised up from the cross, when he was our sacrifice, he conquered the dominion of this world, the bondage of sin that we were held by. And this same God who not only did that, this same God whose power, whose Holy Ghost now fills in us is calling us to also sit in those heavenly places. See, in times past, we were dead to sin. We were bound by the world's philosophies, the world's mindsets, before we were transformed by the power of the Holy Ghost. We went about fulfilling our own lusts and our desires of the flesh and did whatever we pleased. But, and even if you were raised in this truth, there still came a time where you had to surrender your own life to God. You had to choose to walk in covenant with him. But this God who is rich in mercy and in grace that I do not deserve because I mess up daily in his love toward us, he causes us to sit in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. See, at first thought, I thought this meant, oh, you know, I'm, I'm gonna be with him in heaven. That's gonna be a great thing. But Paul tells us, that at conversion, when we are new creatures, we are not to sit with him, but the scripture says in him. We are no longer to sit in the sin of our lives before conversion. You know, the lives that we lived in, in corruption, but we are now to sit in Christ, having mishpat, having hesed, having shalom, together with that communal peace, loving my neighbor as myself. I have the freedom and the power to forgive. I have the freedom to do what God has told me to do, not what I want, not what I want to be, not what the world tells me that I should be, but I have the freedom to do as God has chosen me to do. And when we first get saved, we get really excited like I am right now. And I just walk around the world and I'm like, God, there is a God. People, you need to get saved. You need to feel Jesus. He's awesome. He can free you. And I just want to save the world at those times. But then I come to a question and I come to my stance now six years down the road. And I wonder, I wonder a simple question. Have I gotten used to living and, and seated in this heavenly place in Christ? Have we begun to view the seat in Christ as more of bondage than protection? Do we somehow think as the Israelites did once they came out of Egypt and life hit them and they began to go through struggles and through hardships and hurts, do we begin to think that we made a mistake by living, leaving Egypt because sometimes the world seems like it's much more free. And sometimes in my own carnal thinking and bondage, I think my friends are having a lot more fun in the world than I am at Bible college, constantly studying and doing all these things. Sometimes in my own carnal thinking, I think, God, what did I do by coming here? I'm going to be a senior next year, and I have no idea what I am going to do next. But I'm just going to be graduating saying, God, I trust you. I'm just loving Jesus. But I see my friends in the world, and I begin to doubt, and, you know, they're going and they're getting their degrees and they have money and they're getting fame and success and they're doing all these things and I want that for my life. I want to make my parents proud. And we would never say this out loud. We would never think that we have taken ourselves out of that heavenly place and into the things of the world. 
but it starts as a slow fade. As small things such as nuances of bitterness caught in our words, our attitudes, when our elders in love warn us not to do something and we think that they're being overdramatic and we think, oh, that won't affect me. Why are you telling me about my skirt again? Why are you telling me that I shouldn't maybe talk to this girl? You know, you're just warning me, but I'm not going to heed those warnings because I know enough now. I'm strong enough now. The world, can I be honest? When you don't follow in the ways of God, when you choose, because sometimes we do, I know I'm guilty of it myself, when we choose to choose the ways of the world, the thoughts of the world, and not listen to God, we can add extra sorrow to our lives. Sorrow that God never intended to be there in the first place, but because we chose to disobey what he told us to do, well, we're gonna be offered up into that anyways. You reap what you sow. And there was a time in my life, just being honest here, there was a time in my life, I was 15 years old, and a guy started talking to me that was super way older than me. He had no business to. And my mama, in her wisdom, was like, Angelina, you don't, don't, don't talk to him. No, 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 what are you doing? And I didn't listen to her because I thought I knew better than her, and I thought I was a know-it-all. And it took me a whole entire year to get over that situation. It took me a year to finally surrender that to God. But it was not without the pain, the bitterness, trust issues, and problems that I never would have had, that I held on to until I finally was able to release it to God. Bitterness that the Lord never called me to go through. And in your lives, in choices that you make, I know it might be hard. I know we chose to come to IBC, and I, I, I know it's hard sometimes, and we see the world, and sometimes their philosophies seem better. But I want you to know that at the end of the day, even if it's not in this life, but in the next, we get to be with Christ. And we need to finish this course and this race, because my choices and what I make are not only affecting me, but they're affecting my brothers and sisters behind me. And how dare I misuse this freedom and this liberty that God has given me to do what I should to go back to the bondage of the world because they're lying to me and they're pulling me in closer and I want you to know if you have begun to start to slip into this view to slip back into the dominion of this world instead of that of Christ because Stephanie this world has nothing for me I want you to know that there is repentance that there is grace that at this moment today and every moment of our lives we need to go back into prayer and say God what is your will what is your purpose for my life Lord I want to stay with you in heavenly places continuing in covenant continuing in your truth in your love in your mercy and loving my neighbors as myself. So IVC, what I simply want you to do is every day and every moment in your actions, in your lifestyle, pray, God, I want to do your will. I want to be what you have called me to be, and I'll go wherever you have called me to go. So stay prayed up, fasted up, and in the word. Thank you, IVC.